You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds lost to the Cardinals on Wednesday night in 13 innings, final score 5-3. Cincinnati scored twice in the bottom of the third on RBI singles from Jonathan India and Nick Senzel. St. Louis tied it up in the fourth on a Nolan Arenado two-run homer, and then the game remained scoreless until the Cardinals crossed the plate in the 13th. In that inning, Albert Pujols hit a sack fly to give St. Louis the lead. One batter later, Lars Newtbar hit a two-run homer to put it out of reach. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Throw and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, tough one tonight, Cowboy. Uh, the, I tell you what, even though the Reds end up losing this game and it was Chase Anderson out of the bullpen, he is a member of the starting rotation. Everybody that pitched in this game for the Reds that is a true reliever for this team did an excellent job. Well, not only tonight, but last night. I mean, the Reds had to go to their bullpen Early in that ball game, and the Reds threw the ball awfully well out of the bullpen. And you know there there was a lot of a lot of talk, and you you got a lot of young guys down there, and you're going to have some ups and downs. And there's been a lot more downs than there has been ups. But when it when you have to play against the Cardinals club, and you're in your own home ballpark, uh, that's a pretty good lineup the Cardinals run out there. And I thought the bullpen threw awfully well, not only tonight but last night as well. Well, one of the things that this team has not struggled with this year is driving guys in when they have runners in scoring position. But, boy, was this a story of missed opportunities from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, I, I think when you're, when you're in those situations, sometimes you try to do a little bit too much um, because you haven't been in those situations a lot. A lot, of the, a lot of the Reds batters that were coming to the plate are a lot of young guys are inexperienced guys. And you get guys up there that, are not used to hitting with the game on the line, and it just it looked like they were a little bit tight trying to do a little bit too much. Reds fall 5-3 to three to the Cardinals tonight. Off day tomorrow, and then back at it over the weekend against Colorado. Yid, back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Highlights right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds lose a tough one to the Cardinals on Wednesday night in 13 innings. Final score 5-3. to three. Now to the highlights. The Reds got on the scoreboard first off St. Louis starter Jose Quintana. Aristides Aquino led off the bottom of the third with a single to center field. Jose Barrero walked. Chucky Robinson grounded out, but both runners moved up a base. That brought up Jonathan India. The pinch, and it's ripped the other way anyway. A one-hopper. To the right fielder, Donovan, that will score one, and the Reds are leading one zip, and they just keep right on keeping on. Nick Senzel was next up. The pitch, and it's a bullet back up the middle. That's a base hit into center field. That will score Barrero, and the Reds have taken a 2-0 lead. 
Mike Miner made the start for Cincinnati. He kept St. Louis off the board until the top of the fourth. Paul Goldschmidt started the inning with a base hit. That brought up Nolan Arenado. Payoff pitch. And Arenado hammers it. High and deep. If it's fair down the left field line, this game is tied, and it is high off the foul pole. Tie game. Nolan Arenado ties it up with a long two-run home run right down the line and left. It was a breaking ball. Inner corner and middle of the zone. And Arenado hammered it. Miner came back out for the top of the fifth. He gave up a two-out single to Dylan Carlson, and his day was over. Ian Jabot got the final out of the inning. Here's Mike Miner's pitching line, four and two-thirds innings pitched, four hits, two runs earned, two walks, a strikeout, a home run, a hit batter, 87 pitches, 57 for strikes. Ian Jabot pitched a scoreless sixth inning. Art Warren came on and pitched the top of the seventh. He gave up a leadoff hit to Yadi Molina. He was forced at second base on a Brendan Donovan ground ball, but Tommy Edmond doubled. So second and third with one out, Art Warren was taken out of the game in favor of Buck Farmer. Farmer struck out Corey Dickerson swinging for the second out. He then ended the inning against Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt whipping that bat around, waiting on Farmer who comes to the set and to the plate. Ground ball left side. Barrero on to Solano, and what a job by Buck Farmer. Runners at second and third in the heart of the Cardinal order, and the big fella comes up smelling like roses. Nice job. Hunter Strickland pitched a 1-2-3 eighth inning for Cincinnati. After they scored in the third, the Reds had at least one base runner in each of the next four innings but couldn't cross the plate. Stuart Fairchild walked with two outs in the eighth, but he was caught stealing. Alexis Diaz walked the first batter he faced in the top of the ninth inning, and that batter, Lars Newtbar, then stole second base. But Diaz got Molina to pop up. Donovan flew out the right, and he ended the inning when Edmund grounded out. T.J. Friedel started at the bottom of the ninth by reaching on a perfect bunt single off Jojo Romero. Jose Barrero was next up. He flew out. Jake Fraley struck out. Ryan Helsley took over on the mound at that point. He walked India, but Romine popped up to end the inning. So we go to the 10th. Raver San Martin came on the pitch for Cincinnati. Tommy Edmond was the ghost runner at second base. He struck out the first batter, but walked Paul Goldschmidt. He then ended the inning against Nolan Arenado. San Martin turns it loose. Ground ball left side. It is Barrero. He'll go to second. On to first. That's a double play. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 6-4-3. Arenado grounds into a double play, and the Reds will have their chance to win it. In the bottom of 10. In the bottom of the 10th, Austin Romine was the Reds runner on second. Ryan Helsley was still on the mound for St. Louis. Kyle Farmer grounded out. Donovan Solano struck out after Lopez was walked intentionally. Colin Moran struck out to end the inning. We go to the 11th. Albert Pujols was first up. He had a fly ball to right field to move Arenado, who was the ghost runner, to third base. Tyler O'Neill then grounded hard to shortstop Jose Barrero for out number two. Lars Newtbar was then walked. That brought Yadi Molina to the plate against Raver San Martin. He's ahead of Yadier Molina. No balls, two strikes, first and third, two outs. San Martin's home at the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Got him to chase the changeup in the dirt. Molina went after it, 
And Raver San Martin does it again. The Cardinals strand him at the corners, and this game is still tied. What an outing for Raver San Martin, two shutout innings when the game was on the line. Colin Moran was the runner on second base to start the bottom of the inning. T.J. Friedel led off with an infield single off Andre Palante. Jose Barrero then grounded out with Friedel moving to second base. Next up was Jake Fraley. He hit a ground ball to shortstop. Uh, Moran was then thrown out at the plate. Jonathan India was intentionally walked to load the bases, but Austin Romine grounded out to end the inning. On to the 12th. The newest red, Derek Law, was on the mound for Cincinnati, and Yadi Molina was the runner on second base. Law walked Brendan Donovan, but retired the top of the Cardinals' order to send the game to the bottom of the 12th. Andre Pallante still on the mound for St. Louis. Austin Romine was on second base. Kyle Farmer laid down a bunt to move Romine to third. Donovan Solano was walked intentionally. That brought Alejo Lopez to the plate. He hit a ground ball to shortstop. Romine was thrown out at the plate for the second out. Colin Moran then reached on an infield hit. The bases were loaded, but T.J. Friedel grounded out to end the threat. Chase Anderson, who started game one of this series, came on to pitch the top of the 13th. Paul Goldschmidt was the runner on second. First up was Nolan Arenado. He grounded out to second base, but Goldschmidt moved to third. Next up for the final time here in Cincinnati was Albert Pujols. Pujols, 0 for 5 tonight. He has had a monster, and I mean monster, month of August. But Pujols has been held quiet tonight. Infield in, the pitch. Pujols rips it to center field. Going back, T.J. Friedel. He will make the catch. Tagging it third is Goldschmidt. He will score, and the Cardinals have a 3-2 lead. Sack fly to center for Albert Pujols, his 41st RBI of the year. And the Cardinals have their first lead of the night. Anderson then walked Tyler O'Neill, and that brought Lars Newtbar back to the plate. The 1-0 pitch, and it is crushed high and deep to right field. Going back on it, Lopez, he's at the wall. He looks up. It is gone. Lars Newtbar on a high cutter hammers it out of here to right into the Cardinal bullpen. And the Cardinals have opened up a 5-2 13th inning lead. Andre Pallante came back out to pitch the bottom of the 13th for St. Louis. T.J. Friedel was the ghost runner with one out. Jake Fraley got Friedel home. Right-hander Pallante comes set and delivers. Fraley hits it sharply. That's through the middle and into right center field for a base hit. Friedel will score, and it's 5-3 on the RBI single by Fraley. Jonathan India then walked. Austin Romine struck out for out number two of the inning. And then the game ended with Kyle Farmer at the plate. Right-hander against right-hander. Look back to second, and the pitch to Kyle Farmer. And he swings, hits a rope to the shortstop on one hop. Edmund Gloves flips to Gorman, covering at second, forcing out India. And that's all. Reds fall 5-3 to to the Cardinals as St. Louis ends up taking this series two games to one. And they win the marathon finale. Reds lose it in 13 innings, 5-3. Here are the totals. Four St. Louis, five runs, eight hits, no errors, 13 left on base. Cincinnati, three runs, 14 hits, no errors. They strand at 19 base runners on Wednesday night. Cincinnati was 5-for-22 with runners in scoring position. 
Palante the winner, 6-4. and four. Anderson the loser, 0-2. Oh Home runs in the game, both by the Cardinals. Arenado number 28, Newt Bar number 10. Four hours and 48 minutes, 13,613 on hand at Great American Ballpark. With the victory, the Cardinals are 76-55. and 55. The Reds fall to 51 and 78. Off day on Thursday for Cincinnati, but they're back at it Friday night here at Great American Ballpark as they welcome the Colorado Rockies to town for three games. In game one, right-hander Luis Sessa goes to the mound for the Reds. He's 3-2 and two with a 5.36 ERA. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6.10. First pitch is scheduled for 6.40. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night, the Cardinals beat the Reds in 13 innings, 5-3. to three. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.